1: Yes, hello everybody. There has been a few complaints uh, about me not being loud enough, Um, so I am really going to try to get very close to the microphone. It
2: sounds really nice when you do. I I think you don't like it because it sounds so intimate in your ear, but it's Mm. much nicer when you do.
1: Okay, I'm going to do it.
2: Because it's like massaging someone's luggles. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, it's like a yeah. soft tickle. And your voice is so nice. It's
1: quite good, isn't it? I did I did a few voiceovers back in the day. Um, when I started on the telly box, I started getting requests to do voiceovers. Did you? Do you want to hear one of them? Yes, go on. <clears throat> Alex Higgins was the hurricane. Read the full story today. I did That's uh, really good. the voice of uh, Alex Higgins, yeah, the Hurricane I, Higgins, I yeah. That. I did his autobiography. <laughs> 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 it's the only one I can remember, but they made me do it two hundred times. You know, it's just like in my brain. It'll
2: the one that I did for about five years was
1: mm. Argos.
2: Was it? Don't yeah. shop for it. Argos it. They're gonna
1: they're gonna snatch that and reuse it for free. <laughs> um, just in case you do that, I will get my lawyer onto you. Argos. It's funny when Argos. you become
2: the voice of something. Yeah, I think Dermot's mm. lo- the lottery.
1: Is he the lottery? Rob Brydon's crunching up cornflakes. Is he? Yeah, and being cute, yeah.
2: What well, Dawn's quite a few things.
1: She was, uh, oh, Churchill for a while. She yes, she was, Insurance. wasn't she? Yeah. It's was quite funny. Martin Clunes was the Churchill guy for a long time. Yes, remember that? yes. <laughs> he lost his driving <laughs> license. <laughs> so he couldn't use him anymore.
2: Is that why? Yeah, I
1: believe so, yeah. I mean, you might want to research that. It might be, someone might have made that up. Oh, but from what I remember, they said, oh, can't Do use you know, him. it's he classic, the life. stories oh. we tell, like,
2: yeah. that you know that could
1: be fake completely untrue yeah, don't like,
2: believe anything we say on i that.
1: always caveat that with you might want to research that and find out that i've made it up. but it's a good it's story possibility let's be honest uh, we have been on holiday yes which was nice it was nice Very to get nice. away you are so brown you remind me of like hot dog sausages or um
2: <laughs> is that a compliment
1: yeah, I love hot dog like, <laughs> like Frank, you're made of Frankfurter, Frankfurter lady. You're very brown. Um, Do you
2: know me, my mm, dad, and my granny? All yeah. the same, just go brown, brown, brown straight away. Mm. But can I just say, yeah. I factor fifty.
1: Yeah, yeah, I factor fifty. I nonstop. factor
2: fifty yeah. non-stop. My daughter, who is the palest, my middle child, who is the palest of all of my children, Um, I said to her, factor 50. mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. She factor 30 fried on the first day. Yeah, It's hard to sympathise with somebody when... Yeah, but they've done it to themselves. They've done it to themselves. And it's not like she's 10, she's 18. exactly. She's she's known this. But the other thing is that Mm -hmm. white, white skin had not, been out in tropical sunshine mm. for years so yeah. it was a difficult one um, yes so and she basically spent the rest of the holiday yeah inside
1: yeah i just factor 50 everything all, yeah, the, all time, the time every day three times a day yeah, and they still go brown yeah. yeah and you've
2: got to reapply yeah yeah yeah, through, yeah, 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 say, yeah three yeah, times definitely. a day i've drilled yeah. that into my kids and i've well. started factor fiftering fiftering my face yeah of uh, but no but in the winter.
1: Oh, like do you? all the time, oh, I tend to go on some beds then. Not bad. <laughs> <now. laughs> oh
2: my god! So, oh my god! Yeah. Some beds and I was going to say some beds and deep fat fryers. Yeah, we've got to talk about mm-hmm. zucchini what the, fruity, fruity. Oh, is it friti? Freeti.
1: Zucchini frreeti.
2: Well, that's what they call it in the Ivy.
1: Okay, so in the Ivy, which we go to from time to time. I mean,
2: time. not like the Ivy. We're no, no, We're talking about the, the Ivy the, Cafe. The chain like, restaurants. The chain restaurants. Not
1: the one in Covent Garden.
2: Michael and I sometimes go there and we sit at the bar, which is nice, right? Yeah, it feels we like you're in New
1: York or something, not it? Yeah, we it, don't you know? sit
2: at the tables because mm-hmm. we can never get a table.
1: No, even with your face.
2: Like, I go in, I go, hi, can we have a table? No. No. Like, what?
1: Even with your face and my name, yeah. we can't get no. a table. It That's doesn't work. Outrageous. What's yeah. happened to us? We've lost we've
2: it. We've lost our spark. have yeah, lost it. Anyway. Yeah. But we can always get a table. Two, two seats at the bar. We sit at the bar. Yeah. We sit at the bar. We love the bar. Yeah. We look get at the barman. Chat the barman. Bar man. Bar yeah, yeah. And we eat zucchini fritti, which mm. is basically, it's like, they, they call it kind of courgette fries.
1: Yes. But it's spiralized courgette, as far as so I can it's tell. It's the stuff...
2: Like, we basically bought spiralized courgette from mm. Sainsbury's. Mm. They do it in a packet. So it's like, you know, when they do spaghetti courgette. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I bought a bag of that, thinking mm. that we would do it as a sort of spaghetti bolognese, but courgette yeah. bolognese. <clears> and <throat> you took that bag and yeah. did something amazing.
1: So I thought, I'm going to recreate zucchini fritti. Um and uh, so I had a quick look on the internet, as you do, and there was a recipe. You well, dip it, you dip it in milk first, yes. Then flour, chuck it in the deep fat fryer for two oh, minutes. I
2: thought there was something fancy to it. Nope,
1: it's as simple as that. Well, if there is, it's a fancy deep fat fryer. You didn't
2: put anything in the flour. No, but then you salted them afterwards. And then I
1: put a lot of crunchy salt on them. Yeah. Yes, and then you need a bit of dippy dip, like a garlic mayonnaise and an, or
2: something an like aioli. That. Something like now, that. you do have
1: to be careful. You've got to be very quick with the dusting of the flour. If you put too much flour on, you get too much batter, and then you're basically just eating batter with a <laughs> tiny bit of zucchini in there. So don't do that. It's milk, towel dry like with paper towels, dust with flour, straight in the deep fat fryer, no mucking about.
2: How long in the deep fat fryer? A
1: minute, minute and a half, maybe two minutes tops, 170 degrees.
2: It, oh, What? Well, how good, bad... But how bad for you do you think it is? Well,
1: it depends on how much batter you end up. So if you can get the lightest coating of batter, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, it's flour and milk, so that's all it is. <clears throat> what you've got, I guess, is a bit of oil in there from the deep fat fryer. But anyway, it was good. Anyway, right? listen, it's, it's, it's nice. listen,
2: listen. Yeah, yeah do I, it. we like do it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. A treat. It's a treat, but it feels like a chic treat. Yeah,
1: there's um. Just I mean, it's
2: very chic. It's not like deep fat frying a Mars bar.
1: No, no, it's not Scottish at all. It's it's, uh, it's European. It's European. Yeah. Um, there's a very funny bit in uh, Stuart Lee's latest video, yeah. whatever it's called. Um, I can't remember what it is, but um, content provider, I think it's called, or something like that. He mm. does a bit about the spiralizer, you know. And he's always berating his audience for not being smart enough, <laughs> not as smart as him, you know. Mm. So, there's this sense of arrogance about it the whole time. And he's talking about the people who bought tickets, obviously, down at the front, which have got all the money, that really like Stuart Lee and understand how sophisticated his humour is and all that. And then there's people further back that are <laughs> friends of friends that have come along, you know. But he says, Oh, you know, he said, We're here at South End. You know, I know you lot and your spiralizers, you know, and then everyone's laughing and he says, the people back there, they're going, mm, what's a spiralizer? <laughs> <laughs> he said, people at the top are going, what's a
2: courgette?
1: <laughs> you know, but um, he delivers it so brilliantly. But if you're interested, go and have a look at uh, that on YouTube's uh, Stuart think, Lee, the spiralizer I mean, slash we've, courgette.
2: We've talked about Stuart Lee a lot, but he's on uh, tour exactly. at the moment.
1: And we're, we're going to see him mm-hmm. on the 12th of May, I think. We've got tickets to go and see but him.
2: But that's a hot ticket.
1: Oh, it'll be a hot ticket. If you, you want to go and see the greatest bit of stand-up comedy ever. you'll ever see, then just go and get tickets for students. And there's nothing,
2: um, you know, there are a lot of comedians out at the moment which, who are quite controversial and quite make you want to cross your legs. Or, But he's just <coughs> clever. Mm. He, he's quite an easy watch.
1: Yes, brilliant delivery. As smart, well. very, smart very, very guy. Yeah. Very
2: funny. His face, it, his face just makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. When he he doesn't even need to say anything; he can just look, and I just start <laughs> laughing. Yes. And obviously, he's also married to an incredibly brilliant comedian. Mm. Are they married, or are they? I just think they together? are married
1: because he talks about his wedding. Bridget Christie, I think she's. Yes, called, she? Bridget yeah.
2: Christie, and she um, does a, some very funny comedy mm. about the menopause.
1: Oh, does she?
2: She's worth a look. Is She on your new documentary? Yeah, she is. Okay. Sadly. I was going to interview her. Yes, that's but right. But I was going to interview her and then my dad died that day. Mm, I was with okay. my dad. Um, she's
1: still in the dock?
2: She's still in the dock, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. great. She's, well, she's brilliant.
1: Um, okay, should we crack on with a few yes. recommendations? So um,
2: we, we, we've we watched a lot of telly Well, we were on our holidays
1: and we were on flights and all sorts of yeah. things. So we got to watch quite a few bits and pieces.
2: Mm, what do I, you want to start with? I, I really have to talk about this okay. um, piece of television oh. that... I came across, Mm -hmm. by mistake, I'd seen it advertised a bit on Netflix um, and I'd seen a sort of flash of Toni Collette. Mm -hmm. I've loved Toni Collette a lot. Mm. She is um, quite a fearless actor, I think, Mm. who has always been more about the role rather than how attractive she looks. And I love that in an Mm. actor. You get kind of real meat from a female actor as she gets older and she's got all that experience under her belt.
1: You want to see it in her face, You want to see it in her face. And
2: she... She's got an amazing resting bitch face, Tony Collette, in this mm. film. She just, <laughs> she just constantly looks pissed off and sort of, she's got this lovely daughter in it. The first episode is mind-blowing mm-hmm. and I really love a TV programme that gets you sucked in, not just at the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. and we can talk about something we watched last night, yes, which I was incredibly boring mm-hmm. first episode but then sucked us in at the end. Mm-hmm this episode gets you from the get-go and there's a bit there's a scene maybe 15 minutes in where you are just like what the actual oh really really Yeah. okay good it blew Mm -hmm. my mind I was like what is going on and you are right Michael Mm -hmm. do not watch a trailer no no and that is why I'm not going to go on about it too much okay
1: yeah yeah okay good um
2: but it's called Pieces of Her it's ridiculously got a 6.3 <gasps> on IMDb wow and this is i binge watched this series have you watched it all i've watched all of it I wondered what you were doing <laughs> <laughs> i i was so into it mm-hmm. and obsessed with it and it's got all everything you want it's got twisty turnies it's got amazing um protagonists it's got fantastic drama it's got fantastic realism and there are moments in it I don't know um I know I was with Chester I think where I was literally like (gasps) Jesus like like that like jump out of my seat so Tony Collette is in it and I didn't know any of the other actors so I'm just going to let you and is it Australian No, no no it's American
1: American okay
2: it's American Um, It's very good quality acting. The script's fantastic. It's an edge-of-your-seat thriller. I really, really enjoyed it. And in fact, I am going to rate it right now a nine. I mean, I really loved it. There is nothing I love more than being so engrossed in a drama where you just want to binge-watch it. Mm -hmm. That's a kind of, you know... Yes. That's a good thing when you're obsessed with getting in there. I was just
1: having a look what else Tony Collette's been in, but it said The Sixth Sense there.
2: She did um, that very funny um, Australian... What was that first ever thing that she was really famous for? She did do The Sixth Sense, yeah. What's that? Muriel's Wedding? Muriel's Wedding. wedding.
1: So the first thing I saw her in was about a boy.
2: Oh, Um, yeah. She was so good in that as the kind of hippie...
1: Yes. Well, there's a brilliant bit in in that where she um, tries to kill herself. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really tragic painful. story, very yes. Painful, very painful. The Suicide Note is a song by a badly drawn boy that's performed in the song. So when the boy finds the suicide note, you can hear the words of it through the, through the badly drawn boy song. If anyone wants to listen to that song, it's one of my favourite songs of all time. And it's called A Minor Incident. You just stick that into the old iTunes and have a little look. It's brilliant, but she's so good in that, and her and Hugh Grant together are I know. fantastic, so good, aren't they? There's a great bit where she confronts him in a restaurant where he's dating a girl, and she says, mm. "Why are you hanging out with my boy? You know, my teenage boy." <laughs> and Hugh Grant's like, "I can't get rid of him. You know, he keeps coming around and turning up at my door." You know? um, but there's a brilliant bit. She says, "What do you know about a teenage boy?" And he says, "Well, I used to be one. You know, like mm. I know quite a lot about being one. You know." It's just a brilliant it's a very dynamic good film. between um, men and women and adults mm. and children. So if you're mm. stuck for something to watch about a boy, if you've not seen it or read the book, wow. And mm. the soundtrack is fantastic.
2: But she's actually done some very interesting films. Yes,
1: there was one... Knives
2: Out. Yeah, God, Knives was Out a really, was really good. really, really good,
1: good film. Yes. Um, and then she did this one called Hereditary, which was a horror film.
2: Well, I, yeah, was, I, I mean, obviously I can't watch horror films, no, as you know.
1: But um, it's slightly creepy and a bit weird, the horror, this horror film, Hereditary. If you like horror films, it's worth a watch. But I will just caveat it with, at the end, we were, it was all really tense in the cinema. And then something happened and somebody started to laugh in the cinema. <laughs> and then the whole cinema laughed. <laughs> and then it just instantly wasn't a horror anymore. And nobody could stop laughing. Everything that oh, was supposed no. to be scary became funny. And everybody That's left. was
2: quite a weird it energy. It was such
1: a weird thing to happen because that was it then. We all just couldn't stop giggling at the whole thing. And it it had lost all its power and all its mm. drama and everything. But, I um, can't do horrors. Yes, but you're saying this is quite horrific. This has made you jump. Yeah, it made me jump.
2: But I, but the thing for me is that I believe everything I see in a movie mm-hmm. is true.
1: Oh, okay. Not that it's made up. No. Okay. It's all real, it's all and it's, real, all it's all really happening. happening. Somebody's Whereas, in your uh, house with yes. a knife and a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. and that when I when I stop watching the film, mm-hmm. it still frightens me. Okay. Whereas other people that watch horrors just either uh, are sort yeah, of yeah they can let um, it go, can't they? Detached from it yeah. in some way. I am not mm. detached. I'm I'm in it.
1: Um, I've not seen that, but I'm very keen to see. What's it called? Pieces of her. Yeah.
2: The the first episode is fantastic. Okay.
1: Let's do a quick uh, documentary that I watched on the aeroplane. Yes. Lots of people have recommended this to us since we talked about Touching the Void mm. and Free Solo and all that. And Everyone said, you've got to watch The Alpinist. I assume it's The Alpinist and not The Alpinist. I don't know. No, I don't know either. But you get the general gist. Put it into IMDb and have a look. It scores an impressive eight on IMDb. Wow. And it is one hour 32. That ticks. All the boxes for me as well, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's about a young lad um, who is considered the greatest free climber ever. Now we've seen documentaries about all the other greatest (laughs) free climbers (laughs) ever. Who they climbed this particular thing, and it's like, what about the other particular thing that was supposed (laughs) to be the most horrific? Um, So it's it's a really good uh, documentary, but it's not. I don't necessarily feel like it was about climbing. It's more about a young boy trying to kind of work out who he is and what he is and if anyone's raising kids out there which I'm sure a lot of you are it's quite funny some of your kids are a mystery to you aren't they you know you think oh I know my child and then they do something and you think oh god I don't know them at all um this boy really reminded me of one of my kids uh so I really I really loved it but um it goes back to when he's when he's a child at school and just how he loved being at nursery school and primary school and all the rest of it. But as soon as he was confined to a desk, he absolutely hated it. So he loved interacting with other kids and building stuff and drawing and writing and colouring in. But as soon as the, all the order and structure came to it, and, mm. he just fell apart really. So he begged his mum if he could be homeschooled. And she agreed. So she'd homeschool him in the morning In the afternoon. They'd go out rummaging through the forest and learn other things, you know, about uh, being out in the great outdoors. And then it seems that he slightly fell off Is the rails a, a little around? bit.
2: Um, do you know what it
1: doesn't feel like there is His dad doesn't seem to be part of it
2: so but she must have money or something because you know if ca- she's not working I can't remember I always think like homeschooling somebody is a full time yeah. well, it's a teacher's job yeah.
1: right so. so someone will no doubt write in and tell us the dad does feature in it but mm-hmm. I can't remember the context of it mm-hmm. and why he doesn't feature in it heavily Anyway, so it's it's just really good. And he eventually finds his feet and he finds his feet in the mountains. But he cares about nothing but the mountains mm. and climbing and find finding this amazing peace and tranquility in the whole thing. But I absolutely loved it. And it made me think mm. about my role as a father to um, one of my kids in a way that I hadn't really thought about before. And that's what I love mm. about I guess what I love about any of these um, programs, whether it's a, a fiction or a bit mm. of art or a bit of, of a movie or a documentary, or whatever, is they they, mm. they help you kind of explore your own mind around things. But this this did a really big job on me. Mm. And and did um, you
2: watch it on the plane? Did yeah, you say? I, watched it on I the mean, plane, I think yeah. I think also watching anything on a plane has heightened emotion mm. added to it. It makes you. You can't get up, you can't walk around, mm. you can't go anywhere. You're engrossed and there's something about altitude I think that makes you more emotional. I mm. always cry my eyes out of films on planes.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it really, mm. it really, really did tear me up. But in a really good way, I absolutely mm. loved it. it. For those of you that have seen it and recommended it to us, thank you very much indeed, because that was mm. one of the reasons I watched it. Uh, and the other thing is, if you've not seen it, I think it's on Netflix, and if not, it'll be on Amazon Prime, you can buy it, but I, I loved it. It's a brilliant way to spend an hour and a half and... Yeah, really, really did things to me. It was bloody brilliant.
2: Was brilliant? Um, I want to talk about, well, I don't know which one to do first, but I think I'm going to do Mentor House first, mm-hmm. which is a Instagram account. I've got so many things that I've written down. I'm just trying to find... Me
1: too. Taking two weeks um, off.
2: I know, it's hopeless. It just gave us so an
1: enormous amount of stuff.
2: The Mentor House.
1: Is this on Instagram?
2: Um, and Jamie Freestyle started it. It's on Instagram. It's got 800,000 followers. Whoa. And what I like about it, sometimes these self-help pages are just one person giving their take on self-help. But what I like about this is that it's people from all walks of life, all types of different people. He's taken Mm -hmm. little clips. So there's Muhammad Ali, Jim Carrey, Cristiano Ronaldo, Mm. The Rock, Jordan Peterson, you know, so many different, Oprah Winfrey. I posted one on my site the other day of a woman saying, there's no one coming. Did you see that one? No. I'm just going to play it quickly. Hold on.
3: No one's coming to push you. No one's coming to tell you to turn the TV off. No one's coming to tell you to get out the door and exercise. Nobody's coming to write the business plan for you. It's up to you. It's your job to make yourself do the crap you don't want to do so you can be everything that you're supposed to be. And you're so damn busy waiting to feel like it. And you're never going to.
2: You're always going to need to push yourself. You're always going to need to parent yourself. I yeah, love that brilliant. So, much. so Who
1: is she? Because I stumbled I've no across idea her. i
2: um, who she is. Let me see if it's written down oh, in the go. blurb. Um, Mel Robbins.
1: Mel Robbins, okay.
2: In fact, I'm going to follow her.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, she's got two million followers. Wow. A New York Times bestselling author. I'll I'll look into her a bit. Yeah, yeah. And um, see if we can talk about her another time. But yeah, yeah. Okay. I, what I love about it is that, You on The Mentor House will find loads of people that will inspire you. It's not just one person giving Mm. their kind of rhetoric. It's it's lots of different flavours. And everybody's got a slightly different style and a different pace. But I, I get... You know, downstairs, we've got that neon sign Mm -hmm. of what has always been previously our me and my kids family motto, which is give more than is expected. Yeah. And yesterday we had some friends down and they said, well, what's that? And I said, it's our family motto. And they said, oh, we've got family mottos. And they said, they're really important to us. And I was like, oh, good, because our family mottos are really important to us. That... They're the little things that kids hear and they sink in Mm. and they remember those things. Mm. And they take the mickey out of me for kind of going, give more than is expected. Yeah. And they're like, oh, give more. But they will sometimes be in a restaurant and go, oh, they gave more than was expected. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they can see um, it. So They can see it when it happens and they go, oh, that's what it looks like. Mm. Oh, I'm going to go the extra mile. Yeah. You know, Um, and I always think... You will never be forgotten if you give more than is expected. Yes, you'll 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 make someone's day, or you'll give, you know, that extra smile, or that extra helping hand, or put, you know, I don't know if you go round to your boyfriend's house when you're young, when you're a teenager, and you stack the dishwasher, and yes, you know that extra mile makes a big impact. Anyway, I love this page. I it comes up on my feed all the time. I always watch everything, and I always get something from it. Uh, and it I'll inspires me a lot.
1: Film, That's um, following that, yes. It's really,
2: um, really good.
1: I mean, yeah, it's great to find a, a place that's got a good cross-section of stuff as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Rather than just one account. Um, I found an Instagram account that I love. I was just looking up there, because on, on mottos, I remember both my kids went to Scouts, and uh, there was a Scout promise that you used to say at the beginning, and mm. I absolutely loved it. And I used on, to used tell me. Well, I'm trying to find it, really, now. Um, I'm just going to the was it so there's the beaver the scout promise for scouts and explorers this was it uh oh so there's different for buddhist christian and all the rest of it on my army i i promise that i will do my best um i think was the thing Do do
2: me to god uh, god oh that's queen, so interesting uh, to
1: help other people and to keep the scout law
2: do you know what that's um the same yeah. as the brownie guide law Yes. I know. promise that I will do my best to do my duty to God, serve the Queen and help other people and keep the Brownie Guide law. Yes. So funny. But
1: I just love that I promise that I will do my best. Mm. Like that is giving more than it mm. is expected, I suppose. It's giving the best you could give mm. or the most you can give. And when I used to watch these little boys go up and do their, prom- their scout promise, I just think it's so important, mm. this little scout promise, because mm. it actually embodies... When I just said good it nature. when I was
2: little I never thought about what I was saying
0: Yes I guess so that's so the worry not... as you get
1: older you realise the words really mm. mean something but mm. as you're young they're just words I suppose aren't they? Mm. It's a great bit in Peep Show where Mark says to Jeremy they're just words to you aren't they Jeremy they don't mean anything mm. <laughs> and he says and Jeremy says yeah just say the words worry about what they mean later <laughs> And uh, it's just things <laughs> you get older. You think, oh yeah, they're important. Aren't Them <laughs> words? Um, I've got an Instagram account called Dadbot underscore Steve. I oh, love
2: this guy. I love this guy.
1: So he's an American guy, a fitness trainer, and he says, "I help busy men lose their dad bods permanently." And he's a very kind of cute looking guy, um, and he just has a very nice turn of phrase. So what's this? um, Reduce anxiety and be happy. Intermittent fasting. Midlife.
3: Intermittent fasting mistake number 43. You're not eating enough, dude. Put some food on your plate. If you're restricting your meals to an eight-hour window, that deficit often comes naturally. Or you may as well starve yourself like when you lost 10 pounds in a week for spring break, bro. Put some food in your belly. Eat a few big meals within an eight-hour window. Follow me to lose your dad bod.
1: So there's just not lots of nice little little tips like that, but he's got a very kind of nice turn of phrase. Can about I just him. say something?
2: Yeah. He has got a very good body.
1: It's outrageous. There isn't aren't
2: it? many people who I think have got a, as yes. good a body as that. That is just not too muscly. Yeah. Not like he is lean yeah, and yeah. just nicely muscly.
1: Uh, how to fast if you work out super early, or how to not gain fat on cheat days? How
3: do you not gain fat? <laughs> on your cheat days. This is one I'm gonna get hate for. Trolls get ready, I already see the comments. Don't worry, I'm not gonna say don't have cheat days. This is how you eat whatever food you want and not gain fat with just a little bit of work. First, you gotta figure out your TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. You can Google a calculator for that. That's gonna help you figure out your daily maintenance calories. Next, eat whatever food you want. But you gotta log it into a food tracking app like MyFitnessPal. do is gonna take a little bit of work, but as long as you stay in your maintenance calories, you're not gonna gain fat. Do not do this every day because the quality of your calories matters. And follow me if you're sick of having a dad bod.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Every time I work out, I go, I'm sick of having a dad bod. <laughs> Boom. I really like Steve. Do you know what? I don't know who, it's who you really are or funny. You're, yeah. you're
2: right. He's got a really sweet face.
1: He does, doesn't he? Yeah. I just think, oh, like I want to be like Steve from the dad bod. Yeah,
2: no, I love him.
1: Yeah, so he's only got 72,000 followers, so... But weirdly, a friend of mine follows him, Luke Benson. That's interesting. But yeah, they're just like little nuggets each day. And I I watch them and I think, oh, great. You know, but I've learned quite a lot about food.
2: um, um, A woman would learn a lot from that as well, Mm. because all the same principles apply to a woman, Mm. actually, to anybody. If you want to be lean and build muscle, it's exactly the same thing. Mm. It's Um, just the amount of calories is lower.
1: Yeah. And then there's just nice little tips. He did this one the other day. He says, look at the palms of your hands. And he says, that's how much protein you should eat every meal if you want to gain muscle the palms fat. not the palms, your, not hands. your own hands but yeah you know these two bits here so t- yeah. two or three chicken thighs you know or yeah you yeah know, probably Isn't one enough. breast or whatever you know but i thought oh that's a good way to look at it you know yeah have i got that protein on my plate or even if it was scrambled eggs or whatever you know um so anyway i really really liked it i've
2: got an amazing 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 instagram account that i think you are going to absolutely love right it's really funny yeah. Like really funny mm-hmm. and right up your street. Yep. OK, so this account is called What Willie Cook and he has got 205,000 followers, which mm-hmm. is a lot, right? hmm. He is hilarious. So I have had a look. He does a lot on. Look what he calls it. The YouTubes. He That's calls it called. YouTubes. Yeah, great. I love that. Is he English? Um, yes, he is. Really Whatwillie.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so, non-stress recipes, bits and stuff, meet the team, what will you wonder, shop, contact. He is so funny. He's into food. He cooks stuff and he films it for his YouTube channel. Right. But it's things like crispy prawn tacos with, hang on, I'm going to, Flavor. some
3: cabbage slaw and some spicy mayo the fact of the matter is we need a batter fleur, chili dust garlic dust pepper noir and smoky pap pap gets whisked together and we use half to coat the prawns the other half Ooh, gets nice prawns. Oh, prawns. Right. a batter resembling the colour of this shirt then mix in less prawns and set aside I came, I saw I made a slaw with red cabbage sliced as thin as something exceptionally thin f loads of lime juice sea flavoured salt and a dollop of soured crepe. mix and admire its vibrant purple hue this spicy Mayo is mayo sriracha and fiery hot bee cup. get the prawns dredged in the remaining flavor flowers and fry until crisp this won't take long you don't want tough prawns they're clapped. Hotten your They're tacos, clat. please. Then it's loading time. <laughs> what does that Lightning mean? Clapped is disgusting. Crisp, okay. Spicy mayo, thanks. And some coriander and radish discum. Finish with a lime dribble and admire something far prettier than the mm, Mona wow, Lisa. Good. You've probably got For... a hype around her, to be honest. I think she's the, pretty. Did arrogant,
2: you hear that? Friendly, she... mm. um, don't far don't prettier than see. the Mona Lisa. He said, I don't really get fair the hype the, around her. She's... <laughs> 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 But his recipes are hilarious, but they are also so up your street, Michael. Mm. So he does things like the glazed pork belly. um,
1: Oh, wow. There's chili in in there as well. In a
2: sandwich chili. Okay.
1: I need to follow this guy. But can I
2: just tell you the best thing ever? Yeah, you can. So I sent him a message and I was like, please, because I keep watching these recipes, they make me howl. Mm. His voiceovers are so funny. Little bit of background on him. He was the children's MasterChef runner-up in 1997. Oh, wow. God. So he was a kid. Yeah, yes. And he was runner and he's kept cooking. That would have been Lloyd Grossman back then. Now he's got 205,000 followers. Mm. He does podcasts. He does his YouTubes. And he's very funny, but he's passionate about food, but he doesn't look like he should be passionate. He's just like an extremely interesting, Mm. hilarious-looking guy. He's very funny. He does all the voiceovers for it himself. It's engaging for kids. Chester, Holly, Tilly, all absolutely love him. And so I sent him a message Mm -hmm. and I said, you know, you are absolutely hilarious thinking he's got 200,000 followers. He's never going to see it. Mm -hmm. Sent me a message back going, can you come? Do you want to come on my YouTube? And I'm going to cook you a meal. Oh, really? Yes. Great. So we we've got to go together. Oh, well, we've
1: got was making the cook. Yes. And he can we can yes yeah, cook for us.
2: Yes, and we that can podcast great. from there.
1: Let's do that. Oh where has God. he lived? You know, we've um, not got Scotland or anything, do we?
2: I don't think so. No, okay. I think he. I don't know where he lives, and that might be weird if I say it out loud. But follow him. What will he cook? Amazing recipe ideas. Very very funny, but the food is off the charts. Oh yeah.
1: I'm, I always just think about what can i put in the deep fat fryer and i've just realized i can put prawns in it
2: yeah i'm gonna make like
1: prawn tempura
2: sausage and fennel lasagna mm. you know at
1: wagamamas they do this thing called ebikatsu which is uh prawns in panko breadcrumbs oh yeah you love that and then in hot sauce and i just it's just dawned on me that i can make them yeah mm, yeah you don't like prawns or do you
2: i i don't mind neutral prawns
1: neutral do
2: you, do you understand what i mean by that
1: Yes, that don't so taste I, of anything.
2: The, yeah, like, you know that, you, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's true. You know, like, um, the kind of the, the tiny weeny prawns yeah, that yes. you get in a Mary, ones, Mary, in Rose Mary Rose sauce. sauce. Yeah, yeah, um, the taste of
1: Mary Rose sauce, essentially.
2: That just taste of yeah. Mary Rose sauce, yeah. and that have got a kind of nice texture mm. to them. I've been sick, very, very sick, yeah. from a prawny prawn. Mm. And I, the smell of a prawny prawn yeah. makes me want to retch. When we were kids. But I can do a neutral prawn.
1: When my mum would come home from work, she'd take them out of the freezer yeah. Ones, yeah put them ex- on a plate on exactly. the side and me and Steve would just grab a handful of frozen ones
2: yeah and, perfect and
1: eat them frozen the little
2: tiny yeah. really pinky white ones mm. yeah
1: and then we'd suck them until they defrosted in yeah. our mouths and then eat it. but Amazing. I just assumed now, now I'm older that that's probably like a bacteria inducing thing to do I don't think so you know what I reckon? no I think that's okay,
2: okay. Um, I think because they're probably frozen from fresh
1: yes you're probably right well they're cooked and then frozen
2: yeah so yeah okay fine
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: So uh, Andy sent me, uh, Andy Abrahams, our good friend, sent me uh, a game. Now, everyone's familiar with Wordle.
2: Yeah, we've talked about Framed. We've talked about Framed. Yeah, where we do a movie. Yeah, the last podcast, I thought. Okay,
1: well, he sent us some I
2: showed it to you. Do you remember? You? Yeah. yeah, and I said, What's this movie? And you said, Oh, that's really hard.
1: Um, okay, so we sent us some more Wordle-based games today on the Instagrams. Um
2: Framed is very hard.
1: It is quite hard, isn't mm. it? Framed. Yeah. Mm. So here it was a magical. There's one called Hurdle. What's that? Which is the daily musical intros game. So it's one about I'd music. I'd
2: be I would be really good at that.
1: Well, should we see if you're any good at yeah. it? Should we see what, what is it? So, listen to the intro, then find the correct artist and title in the list. Um, so, okay, you ready?
2: Yep. Du, du, I know Eurythmics. But there's a list, right? I think so, yeah.
1: Know it, search for the artist. Eury- How do you spell it? Broken Eurythmics?
2: on glass.
1: Yes. Eurythmics.
2: Do you
1: want me to help? Yeah, it's Eurythmics there.
2: Walking on, walking
1: on. Yeah, it must be called Broken Glass, oh, right? is it
2: Broken Glass or what was it?
1: There must be an angel playing with no, my
2: heart. No, definitely not that.
1: Eurythmics. What kind, what kind of name's that? Eurythmics. So there's only two to choose from. There must be an angel playing with my heart. It's not Sweet Dreams, is it?
2: No, but it's not um, There Must Be An Angel either. I think it is okay
1: submit that's wrong yeah yeah this is it just called why isn't it giving me the answer um anyway this Annie is Lennox. walking on working yes. class well done you thank you, you are the champ yes an act of genius we got it in two um that's good isn't it so that's called hurdle.app so if you go on there they've probably got a daily next hurdle is in 12 hours and 37 minutes um, um, good, but isn't it? isn't
2: it funny how this one guy came guy. up with a game for his girlfriend yeah. and now everybody is copying it?
1: Yeah and there's one called quirdle.
2: This is what happens with TV programs. Yeah. Go on, tell me about qurdle.
1: Qurdle is let me have a quotes. Look. Oh my God no. so there's four to do. There's four wordles to do yeah and then I think they're all linked in some way. Um, So go and have a look at Quirdle.com as well. But I I really love Wordle. What is
2: Quirdle, though? What's it about?
1: Well, let me have a little look. um,
2: I'm getting uh, quite good at Wordle. Put
1: your skills to the test and solve four wordless. I mean, it just says that, but there's no information on it.
2: Okay, I I don't want to play that. Yeah, It's not as good as Wordle. Wordle is the best. Guess
1: all four Quirdle words in nine tries. Um, crown, badge, comfy. Yeah, so it's just four wordles together by the looks right, of things. Right, but you can have a look right. at that. Quirdle.com. Uh, thanks very much indeed, Andy Thank Abrahams. Thank you, Andy. And the film one is called Framed, which I do really enjoy that one.
2: We love you, Andy. Yeah.
1: Andy has bought me tickets for my birthday to go and see To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. Um, which is a new Aaron Ork- Arkin. Aaron Arkin. Aaron Arkin. No, it's not. It's Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin uh, isn't is the Aaron
2: Arkin... Yeah. Alan Arkin. Alan
1: is, uh, is the old Jewish actor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Sorkin is the writer of things like the West Wing, the Social Network. Yes. Trial of the Chicago 7. He's a very brilliant uh, writer and he's written a new adaptation of To Kill a Mockingbird, which uh, Andy's bought me tickets for me birthday on the 13th of May to go and see it. Yes. In London. Um, but before we go and see it in uh, London, he's bought me the book to read. I've never, read, I've never read To Kill a Mockingbird. I've seen my kids read it and I've seen people do it at GCSE, obviously. And that's and all annoying that because kind of they stuff. have to do it. Yes, they seemed a bit frustrated by the fact that they were yeah. forced to read a book. Anyway, I'm not forced to read it like Andy yeah. Bam because Andy bought it for me and he's taken me to the play. So we've decided we'll read the book, watch the movie, then go and see the play. So we're fully immersed in the story. How much
2: of the book have you read?
1: I'd say a third of it.
2: Oh, well done. Yes,
1: and I'm really enjoying
2: it. Mm. So,
1: you know, it's just a little recommendation for find a classic mm. and give it a read. And if you've not read To Kill a Mockingbird, mm. it go is buy a,
2: it. it is a must. It's bloody must. I mean, brilliant. I read it a very long yeah. time ago. Yeah. But it, I'm really gripped it by it. Is a, um, it's, a, it's a classic.
1: Uh, I'm going to ride it in an attic. <laughs>
2: Thank uh, you. Yeah, you like that?
1: Love it. Um, two things that we should... No, one thing that both of us could just briefly mention, yep. the Savile documentary on that. Oh, the
2: God. TV. I found it, I think we should, I don't do this very often Mm -hmm. and I don't really believe in them, but I would highly recommend a trigger warning for this TV program because anybody that has experienced any kind of abuse and is still suffering Mm. some kind of trauma from it or hasn't processed it properly, Mm. do not watch. Yes. Do not watch this. Do not watch it. It It is harrowing. It's creepy, isn't it? I mean, the first, what is really... Even talking about it makes me feel sick. Yeah, does it? Um, Well, because I I wrote into Bloody Jim Will Fix It a lot. Mm. I met Gary Glitter Mm. and he gave me an autograph.
1: Right. Like. Yeah.
2: I don't know. It just makes me feel sick. In the second episode, when you see Gary Glitter and Jimmy Savile together, together, clearly laughing in a private joke about the fact that they abuse people is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Anyway. Do you know what? Yeah. For the victims, if you can watch it, we owe it yeah, yeah. to the okay. victims to watch it and mm. see what a horrific person he is mm. and, and eradicate any kind of sympathy or any kind of jokey kind of now then, now then. It's not fucking mm. funny. Like it makes me so angry. Mm. He, is, he is Satan. And the idea, which is the thing that upsets me the most of all, is that he fucking got away with it. Mm. He died still believing that we, well, we did yeah. all love him. I mean, it slightly was tainted by that point. But... Yeah,
1: it's a very peculiar watch. Oh. It's, it's fascinating archive footage they've got as well that is, mm. thats that has been brilliantly spliced together with mm. great voiceovers and stuff like that. It's a really well-made thing, but oh, it's creepy.
2: It's and a very kind the... of
1: interesting analysis of television as well, of the past, that it's, it's very hard to see why Jimmy Savile was on TV at all.
2: At all. Uh, mm. it,
1: but TV it was has this all very his peculiar thing of it was his doing charity that. work
0: mm. it
2: was the fact that from the get go he did such amazing deeds that mm. people thought he's a bit weird but he does this amazing yeah. charity work and it just got bigger and bigger his mm. charity work and he did all of that running and trying to help people and you think wow a yeah. bit odd but like let's let's yeah. put that past him because look he's helping kids he's helping uh, you know Stoke mm. Mandeville he's mm. he's raising so much charity for everybody he's being a porter in a hospital for nothing and he did it way before he was famous mm. you think wow this guy's a fucking saint
1: mm. very weird the one of the weird things in it that you'll you'll find if you watch sorry, it sorry
2: i'm swearing a no, lot it's all right. it ma- it makes me quite mm. angry sorry
1: is um, the correspondence with the royal family mm. it's so peculiar they're asking his advice
2: well because he oh, was so good at pr yeah PRing ing himself and they wanted to know how they could look better
1: it's just a very very strange thing when you but read they, the letters that they, Prince Charles but, had but written to him but they
2: felt that he was also a saint yeah from all of the good things that mm. he did but we all were sucked in
1: it's a two-parter so it's not super lengthy but mm. I think they're both about an hour and a half each um, I'm still not entirely sure how Jimmy Savile died they never seem to cover how he died they just say he died mm. at home mm. and I think of what mm. but Maybe I just missed that bit. Um, Can I quickly,
2: quickly, quickly yes. say one other thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've spoken about this. I don't think I have. Um, mm-hmm. If you are sick of bad news, follow <laughs> Tanks Good News, T-A-N-K-S Good News on Instagram. 2.8 okay. million followers. And um, all it posts is great things that are happening all around the world. Oh, wow, and really? it is so uplifting mm. and we all need that. Thanks. good news go follow
1: um one other thing on the old netflixes which uh, some people have recommended to me which i just happened to watch was um the hunt for the crypto king it's oh. one of these kind of documentary drama things it's not a drama but it's some reconstruction stuff in there as well mm. but um it's really good if you're interested in i guess knowing a little bit more about cryptocurrencies and things like that mm. um It's a guy who sets up a Bitcoin exchange, a bit like Binance or Coinbase Mm. or whatever. But uh, it wasn't quite what everybody thought it was. It's really interesting and great. How many many apps? um, I think there's four. I'm just trying to find it in here. Mm. Uh, Hunt. Trust no one. The hunt for the crypto king. I think it's just a one off uh, documentary for an hour and a half. But I watched oh. it I watched it in fits and starts. Uh. Yeah. So it says an impossibly bizarre story of greed and deception amid the high stake world of crypto cryptocurrency. Unfortunately, for the victims, it's all true.
2: It's oh my really God. Good. Okay, it's I got f- some really should good twists. It? It. Yes, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know. It's just a good example of nothing's quite what it seems, you know. So that's another thing to watch as well.
2: I just quickly want to say mm-hmm. um, something that I've just read on Tank's Good News. Mm-hmm. The last post that they posted, it's just a sign that's stuck to a bus stop and it reads Apology. To the four young people I met here, Wednesday, the 13th of April, 8 pm, I'm sorry for shouting at you and I hope you got home okay after missing your bus. S. Yes. Oh. oh. And it says underneath, sometimes people are just having a rough day and they don't need to be filmed, posted on the internet, doxed, fired from their job and cancelled into oblivion. Let's get back to letting people be imperfect. Ah,
1: that's great. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, crikey. Everything is so high stakes these days, Mm. isn't it? Shout outs. Um, a few shout outs, because it's been a while. It's it's nice to be back, isn't it?
2: been a long time. Nice to be back? Yeah, it's very nice to be back. I've been thinking about it's the podcast nice. a lot
1: while, uh, while we've been away. So let's have a little look. Let's start with Emma Cuthbert. Um, oh, I she, know Emma. Do you? Mm. She has responded to something. Um, say, so many of you are now recommending The View, the new series uh, of The Split on iPlayer. Um, I, I didn't even
2: watch the original series no
1: but uh, Emma says she's on episode 4 right now and it is really good oh good okay oh God, I quite like the look of that How
2: the split should... I'm going to write that down
1: it says hi Michael uh, and Davina really enjoying the podcast as always I just wanted to recommend a comedy uh, from the 90s called 2.4 Children yeah of course I'm familiar with uh, 2.4 Children all episodes are currently streaming on the BBC iPlayer and it's the story of a Port- uh, The Porter Family stars Belinda Lang Gary Olsen Claire Buckfield and John Picard Uh, I used to love watching this sitcom as a kid back in the day and it would pull in up to 14 million viewers it's been a bit forgotten about over the years but it's still as funny now as it was then and brings back lots of memories uh, from the 90s give it a try so Mm -hmm. uh, 2.4 children we watched a couple of episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond the other day didn't we oh
0: god
2: it's (sighs) so good that's
1: another great 90s sitcom it is superb thanks very much indeed uh, Emma and you are also recommending The Split it would seem um So Eileen, I want to call her Cauliflower, and that is her name, which is a relief. Eileen Cauliflower, this is an amazing show uh, with Saran Jones. Oh, yes. Um, So what's it called? Dress Code, is it called that? No. Oh, Top Hat and Tails. Okay. Uh, This is an amazing show. It is the true life story of Anne Lister as portrayed by the brilliant Saran Jones, which you obviously get compared to from time to time. A lot. We went to the opera one night. She was sat in front of us. And I can say that you do look very similar.
2: Very similar. Yeah. Even we think we look similar, yeah. which is One of weird. you is
1: more attractive than the other. So just wanted to point that out.
2: I hope that's to me, to you, me.
1: Um, she was a female landowner, <laughs> <laughs> coal miner, an all-round famous lesbian in the 1800s. This is, a true, this is a
2: true this, story. Yeah,
1: this is a true life adventure. It takes place in Halifax. Uh, give it a go. Uh, maybe give it a mention. Apparently, season one has already changed lives and giving a lot of people courage to come out as they live their life as they truly are. That's brilliant, Eileen Cauliflower. So good, I can't... Mm. So what's it called? Um, the Story of Ann Lister, maybe? It doesn't seem to say yeah, anywhere. Let me say, have a look at um, the iPlayer
2: now, quickly.
1: Yeah. Or it's called Dress Code. So Wendy Milson... Insta recommendation, guys, although you may be aware of it, Everyday Stoic. Um, hope you are having a lovely break and that Michael has sorted his phone problems out for Easter. Yes. Um, Everyday Stoic.
2: Gentleman Jack.
1: It's called Gentleman Jack. Yeah. They are on the iPlayer. Okay. Anne
2: Walker is shocked to learn details of Ann Lister's complicated Oh,
1: I really want to watch that. I might do an episode of that later. Yeah. Um, Wendy Milsom also recommends The Adam Project which I'm yet to talk about which yes. you need to because it's yes. really good this yes. is the Ryan Reynolds thing that's on Netflix uh, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb rubbish it should be at least 7.4
2: it's interesting how quite a few things at the moment aren't getting the ratings mm. that I feel like they deserve these people's expectations have changed yeah you know?
1: uh, but Wendy Milsom's recommending The Everyday Stoic we love these Stoic oh, things uh, the, love the, the Daily Stoic the Ryan so Holiday books brilliant Um, And then somebody says, uh, "Oh, uh, well, Wendy also says, Michael sorted out his phone. So I took my phone (laughs) swimming with me in the sea because Apple had said it's water resistant for six meters for 30 minutes. Well, I did about six inches for 10, well, for three minutes and then it was gone. It has actually weirdly sprung back to life, but it's taken a week to to come back to life. Um, Don't take your phone in the water. I no. no, no matter what Apple says, um, no. I was really screwed over for a week. Yes, um, and but
2: let's just discuss the liberation you also felt.
1: Oh my god, it was great. Once I'd come to terms with the fact that it had gone, and I, I didn't like it. Anything. You didn't like what?
2: Well, even though we were on holiday together and you were right next to me, I didn't like not being able to kind of text you or contact you yeah. or send you something. It was weird, was like, isn't it? Ugh! Yeah, it's amazing. And when you were out you of feel. my sight, I was like, yeah. How do I get hold of you? Yeah, it was weird because
1: I used to think, shall I wait here for her, or shall I meet her over there? And I used to think, I don't know, I don't know what to do. You know, I was like malfunctioning everywhere. But it was very nice not to uh, not to have a phone for four or five mm. days. And I bought the new iPhone 13, but I didn't get the Pro. I just got the the iPhone 13, and um, it's sufficiently brilliant. If mm. anyone was interested, this is from Annie. Dear Michael and Davina, hope you're having a lovely Easter break. I want to recommend an Instagram account that I've really enjoyed since I discovered it. It's called Sassy Grand Doris. Oh my God, so I love it, it
2: already! <laughs> yeah.
1: What a joy to behold she is—down to earth, funny, and just downright gorgeous. We could all learn a thing or two about uh, our approach to she life. Sounds like her. let's be more like
2: Doris. It. Yes.
1: Um, oh wow! Yeah, I oh. at her already. Oh,
2: I mean Sassy Grand Doris. Go and follow her right now. She's ninety-six. And she's, she's got, got a grandson called Gio. Oh, my God, I love her. She's
1: from, from California. California. And she's got grey hair and red lipstick. And that is a fantastic combination. The best. Oh, you look fantastic, Sassy Grand Doris. Uh, consider yourself followed. Um, thanks, Annie, very much indeed for that. And let's do the last one. Is Amber Grieve? She sends the photo of something. Ah... Um, oh. It's another like Dolls House thing. Stop it! I love it.
2: My miniature life.
1: Yeah, my miniature life. Underscore Y T. Hope you guys having a wonderful Easter break together. I saw this and thought it would be right up your street. So <gasps> Why fascinating. Why do we to love
2: little things?
1: Tiny, teeny things. Oh my God! Look at that cushion on a sofa.
2: Oh <laughs> my God! Oh my God! Oh, wow! Look oh at my that. God. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh my God! Oh my God! Okay. Oh my oh, God! Mini
1: Easter basket. Shut! Little game.
2: No! Oh my God! Ooh. Shut up! <gasps> the God miniature cat. cat. Oh my God! My miniature life. Underscore YT. You...
1: <gasps> wow! Look at that coffee table. It's really nice. A little marble. That's coffee like our table.
2: table. <gasps> it's a Care Bear. Oh, it's a Care
1: Bear. Mini Care Bear. A little bottle of a
2: shampoo.
1: Dog shampoo.
2: It should. You should bring out a range of Michael Douglas shampoos for <laughs> miniature.
1: Okay. Look at we- the meat. I- <laughs> oh, oh my god, this is really My god, okay, we're following it. How many people? Heads.
2: How many people are not, following not it? Not
1: nearly enough, I don't think. Let me have a quick look. Um, oh god, go. uh, Oh my god, yeah. Two hundred and forty-three thousand. Two hundred
2: and forty-three
1: thousand. Yeah, yeah, superb. Thanks so much, indeed, for that, Amber Grieve. 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 Um That is absolutely brilliant. Um, wow. Yes. Well, it's so nice to be back. It's nice to be back. It's Easter Monday, by the way, today, just so you all know. And we are now heading to Wembley Arena. Yes. but Davina is in The Masked Singer Live.
2: Live. Really excited about that. She's not
1: singing. You should have been a contestant on on the live show. I'd be awful. You can sing. I've heard you sing Beyonce and all that.
2: I can only sing backing vocals I've heard you you sing
1: Celine Dion, (laughs) Mariah Carey, Beyonce. Badly. Um all the big heavy hitters, not badly, you're a great singer um a so oh, great so.
2: support act
1: but would, I wonder if anyone would guess you I wonder if anyone's guessed you on the live i shows.
2: would i would um what, fake my voice what would you sing i would
1: if you like it and then put a ring on it
2: no, I would probably sing something like um Perfect. a put like a pop song, yeah That's like what a, that. Was. Yeah, but... Uh, go on. I can't think of anything. Can you not think of anything? No, no. I uh, you've just... caught me. I, I've, uh, I've caught there's you so many, There's so many things that I would like to sing. Okay. But I don't know. I've taken that really seriously. You have,
1: yeah. Have to think about it for next week. Okay. I want one song that you okay. could bang out, that no one I'll would know it was you, Yeah. That you, that you would be really good at. Yeah, okay. And people would go, oh my God, it's okay. Zoe Ball or whatever.
2: I think I would fake the voice of the person who really sang the song.
1: Hmm. You could do the M People
2: girl. Hmm.
1: yeah because she does that thing
2: no no oh, we got to cut this out yes no no because she was on the show she was Stop. on the
1: show yeah um i wonder if there's anyone else's voice you could florence in the machine you could do florence
2: oh my god that i'd be amazing at
1: <laughs> what would be great is to do it really badly <laughs> like yeah. like
2: no oh I my lie, god no can lady. i just say can i just say yeah. shreds mm. on youtube if you want to laugh it's okay. very old yeah um but shreds okay. doing a Jesse j yeah. bang bang shreds oh, version and the one direction and one direction shreds okay. just look up shreds one direction and shreds Jesse j okay. on youtube you will cry laughing i'm looking forward
1: to that okay peace and love, love everybody you. we'll see you next week uh, hope everybody's having love Easter. you everyone. yeah and, uh... You. What she said.
2: Yeah. Right. Bye. Bye.